So to get ready for the new year, are you planning on cleaning and organizing the whole house so you have a fresh start? Or do you know that that is so impossible that you're just not even gonna try anything at all? No matter which camp you find yourself relating to most, the annual planning process that Lisa and I are talking about today is for you. Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler. I write and podcast at Simply Convivial, and I run Convivial Circle, a community helping women to excel at homemaking and do life cheerfully. Today, I have part two of my conversation with Lisa Moulton, my operations manager at Simply Convivial. Lisa is a Southern Idaho-based homeschooling mom of three who, in addition to being my operations manager, manages her husband's business as well, leveraging her exceptional organizational skills and attention to detail. Lisa's unwavering dedication to her family, work, and community make her an inspiration to everyone around her. When not working, she enjoys hiking, reading, and spending time with her family. Last time, we began talking about our annual review process that we work through inside Convivial Circle. It's called Ready 5, and it's a five-step process. So last episode, we talked about steps one through three, and today we will wrap up with steps four through five. So grab a basket of laundry to fold and let's dig in. Week four comes and it's reset. And in the reset week, we kind of take a break from all of the introspection (laughs) and actually take some small actions to just kind of get a small oasis of a decluttered space to help you move forward and um, feel some momentum. So, you know, what we like about the new year is having a fresh start. And it's easy to think, okay, so for the new year, I'm going to totally clean the whole house and organize the pantry and every closet and all the things. So then I can start the year fresh. You know, that's, that's the whole mindset of I'm going to wash all the laundry. Which is never possible because people are wearing clothes. (laughs) It's never going to be completely done. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember asking my husband one day, I was like, I would just love to have all the laundry done just for 24 hours. And he just looked at me and it went, that's, that's not reasonable or even possible. So, you know, it gives us that moment to go, okay, little steps are what's going to make the biggest difference. You can't do it all at once and it's never going to be finished anyway. So we live here. That's right. It's life. (laughs) Well, and for me, when I realize like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do that, then my tendency is to say, okay, well, never mind. then. I guess I won't do anything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let me just give up. Totally. And so the reset week is um, an actual activity assignment to do that kind of fresh start 
in a very small area that will that will be visible to you. So you know you'll notice that cleared space and enjoy it, mm-hmm. but it's super small and super reasonable to be able to declutter and reset it. So instead of saying, oh, we're going to do a total, you know, January clean and start the year just right. We're not doing that. And we also aren't doing nothing. We're taking a baby step and we're noticing the progress and beginning some momentum. And it really does set the stage even, I think, better than the whole house panic clean at the beginning of the year. And that's just stressful anyway, but it having it in tiny steps, it allows you to keep it up. Right. Like, like my island of sanity is my literal island in my kitchen. Well, it has become piled with things. And I realized this morning that is what's driving me crazy. So I cleared a tiny island on my island of sanity and I feel so much better. Nice. And I can keep up a tiny island. It's fine. Yes. But, you know, it's just starting on those little steps and they really do grow. Mm-hmm. They add up. And we have them reset three different areas, right? One in your kitchen, like what one thing, what can you do one thing in your planner to make it better? And then one other place. Yeah. Yeah. One small piece of your kitchen, one small piece of your planner or calendar and just one area of your own. So that could be like a, some kind of personal space, a desk, a bedside table, a reading nook, maybe your purse, but some kind of personal space that you use, but other people don't use really. And it really does bring a lot more peace than the size of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. portrays. Like it's not equal in size. I can't remember what that word is. It's eluding me. <laughs> well, the the frustrating thing about wanting everything to be all clean and organized for the new year is that the new year comes right after Thanksgiving and Christmas and like a flood of new stuff and extra food and extra people. And so lack of routines. Like we're not in our usual routines, like trying to create organization out of chaos, really it's a losing battle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But the three small areas count. So that's week four reset. And then finally the week five, which usually ends up being that last week of December, first few days of January. Uh, so this ready five happens kind of after Thanksgiving until the new year um, is the acronym ready. And so here's where we kind of take what we've learned over the four weeks from reviewing, reflecting, um, brain dumping, how we might want to move forward in the coming year, and then getting some small pieces of momentum going Then we take five minutes for each letter in the ready acronym and just brain dump, free write the um, direction we might want to go with each one of these. And then after we do that, we're 
we should be in a good place for having some kind of plan for moving forward. I don't think that we need all to have goals in specific ways for the whole year. Um, We have different ways of doing goals, but with thinking through these different areas, you'll, you'll be mentally in a better spot for figuring out what kind of goals you should be setting. Yes. So I, I cheated with the first R (laughs) of the ready acronym and got repent and rejoice in with it. it Repent to rejoice is the first R. Uh, And that's where we just clear the guilt. We recognize where we might feel guilt and we declutter that. Yeah, because you really can't move forward when you're stuck in the past because guilt is focusing on the past and you can't move forward if you're looking behind you. So it's, you know, whatever you have to do to get rid, like not necessarily get rid of it, but to let it go and, you know, take the lessons and go. Mm -hmm. but you have to look forward in order to move forward. Yes. Yes. So you brain dump there and then pray through your brain dump. And then the E is edify and edify means to build up. And, you know, the, the Bible uses, um, edify, Uh, building up it likens people to buildings and to trees all things that require material to grow nutrients to grow to build you need building materials so if we are going to be built up or edified in our life moving forward do we have the material for that Uh, How are we cultivating our growth and how are we going to be stable and secure moving forward? And so there's a list there to kind of think through and you make your own list and, you know, you need to be sure that you have the supports in place to um, enable your own growth. And if you don't have those supports, it lets you see what you actually need so you can know kind of what you need to focus on or different avenues of getting it Mm -hmm. those different supports yeah and the a is align and that is picking um, a quote or a motto or some kind of small snippet of truth that you want to grab onto and put in front of your face in top of mind in the beginning of the year to help you focus on truth and on growth. Yeah. A lot of ladies, and I've done this the past few, well, some of the years is they pick a word, but then they'll go through the scriptures and they will find a scripture to go along with that word that they can say along with it to help um, just solidify it in their day-to-day lives, you know, or like there was one season of life I really needed internal peace and so I picked a scripture verse that had to do with internal peace and so and it it just saying it brought me those things and so then I could focus on it and I could you know yeah so that's one thing a lot of members do is they'll pick that word and then find a scripture or a song or a poem that goes along with it to help 
reinforce it. Yeah. Yeah. That whole word of the year thing. Yes. We always get a lot of conversations about that in December. Yes, we do. <laughs> and January. And then some might, sometimes people are like, I'm picking it in March. So. Then the D in our acronym is DARE. And so this is where we really start identifying the goals. So the goal is a dare, a challenge, some kind of, you know, thing you want to push yourself toward. There's some kind of small risk or at least effort beyond what's normal that you're going to have to um, use to get to that goal. It's not just, oh, this is you know, the birthdays are all going to come no matter what all these, there are lots of things in our lives that are just going to happen no matter what, but where do we need to put forth some extra effort or extra attention and intention to really try to make something good happen? Yeah. And this is a really great place to look at your goals because you have to know where you're headed in order to make those decisions. So, you know, that's why you have to know your priorities in one of our uh, past steps so that you know where you're going. Because mm -hmm. if you don't know where you're going, you're going to just pick random things and everything's going to be an emergency. You can't decide the difference between what's actually important and what's, you can just let go. It'll be fine without the emergency. It, it gives you a direction yeah. to point yourself to yeah, and your effort to. So then the final part of the acronym, the Y, is yay. <laughs> so this is the fun one. And this is where we we stop to actually think about the wins that we had last year and count those. And also we start thinking about how are we going to notice the progress that we are making because we all have a tendency to focus in on the things that are not working and the things that we don't like, that we want to try to fix. And we don't take enough time to recognize the growth that is happening, but we have to notice the growth to get more of it, to be able to build on the good that is happening. We have to recognize the good that is there. And that it also gives encouragement because, you know, we have to see our improvements, even if it's as small as, oh, hey, I picked up that room today. It looks so great. You know, mm -hmm. it gives you that encouragement to push through again when it gets messy or when it gets hard, you go, you know what? I've grown so much. Remember where I was last year? This is what I was doing. Like that. I'm so far past that. And it just, it helps you maintain your momentum. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really what this whole set of activities, the whole five weeks is about. It's about getting some momentum to go into the new year with and um, not thinking that the kind of momentum that we need is that start from scratch momentum, but that we can start where we are and see significant but small progress forward. If you think of like a train engine that's just getting started and it's like, you know, 
small little chugs along. We're just looking for those little small chugs. We aren't looking for, you know, going 90 miles an hour. Sometimes we just want to go, you know, zero to 90. And that's, that's not healthy for us. Yeah. This process really does help get you out of the groove of the boom and bust cycles because they're it's so exhausting and you really don't make a lot of forward progress at the end with those Mm -hmm. but it's with the daily small steps that you really get further along and even if it's not daily if it's you know however you can do it on a regular basis those baby steps really do get you so much further than you would than you'd expect And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. If you missed it, be sure to go back and find part one of my conversation with Lisa, where we talked about the first three steps of our Ready 5 annual planning process. The end of the year is a great time to give an honest and grateful look at the year that has gone by and a hopeful and realistic look at the year to come. When done systematically and thoughtfully, such a plan can propel you into the new year with renewed vigor and focus. That's why I'm leading a cohort of ladies through my own tried and true method for an annual review. It will take about an hour or so each week between Thanksgiving and New Year's, and in the end, you will have your own focused annual plan personalized for 2024. We will review what happened in 2023 to get the full picture. We will reflect and replace discouragement with gratitude. We will renew, refreshing and realigning our attention, commitment, and attitude. We will reset, completing a baby step declutter plan to get us set for a new year. And then we will get ready, making a focused, realistic, written plan for 2024. Want motivation and insight? Then enroll today and work through Ready 5 with us. You can find a link in the description below to enroll or go to simplyconvivial.com and click the green enroll button to get started today. The most important thing to do to prepare for next year is repent, rejoice, repeat.